You too. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month. Or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take it 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we've found it. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. And be sure to check out KristaMayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time. Did you know that I'm a published author? My book, Sell 100 Homes a Year, it's a bestseller, and it teaches real estate agents and lenders how to actually think about doing business in the 21st century, and I want to give you your free copy. All you have to do is go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell 100. That's one zero zero. 
If you'd like to learn new digital marketing strategies, you've got to get this book and join the other agents and lenders whose businesses in life is being absolutely transformed. Go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell100 to get your free digital copy today. Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I am. I have got an author here, Keenan. He is the author of Gap Selling and he has done so much selling. You're going to learn so much today. So sit back and be ready to be fired up. As you all know, with all the times that we have going on right now, I am offering my free challenge. So be sure to go to kristamayshore.com slash challenge. That's kristamayshore.com slash challenge. And as I will personally be coaching you for free for 20 days. You don't want to miss out on that. Hi, Keenan. How are you? Good, sister. How are you doing? I'm really happy to have you. I'm, I'm excited about this interview. I've done a lot of research on you. You're pretty much a like an awesome guy. <laughs> You've been, you're, you know, I, wanted, I don't cuss. I was going to say that you're a bad bleep, but I, I didn't, I chose not to. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'll do my best, I guess, not to do the same, but I, I do swear. You, be yourself. So yeah. um, talk to me. So you've written the book Gap Selling, and I know that you, you know, you're, 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 you're at conferences, you do speaking events, you're pretty much all over the place. So tell us a little bit about you. Oh, that's, that's a big question. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot there. You're going to have to narrow that down. What do you want to know? Selling. We want. We want to talk about selling right now, especially um, with the, with everything that's happening in the market, with everything that's happening in the world with the pandemic. Talk to us about your ideas about how people can still be as successful as possible in the industry of selling. Yeah. So look, I, it's really simple to me, right? And I talk about it in my book. And it's really simple. When it comes to selling, our job as salespeople is to influence change and to help uh, influence a decision. Right, because when you look to buy something or somebody's looking to buy something, two things are going on at the, at the foundational layer. The first thing is they got to make a decision. Do I change or don't I change? Right. And then if I and if I decide to change, then I have to change. Right. They're sort of synonymous or, or together. So in order to do that, what we always do first is we ask ourselves or we do an assessment of our what I call our current state. We literally say to ourselves, how do I feel right now? What's going on in my life right now? And we do this assessment. Most of it's what I like to say, um, subconscious, but a lot of it's conscious. And we come to a determination, is my current state tenable or untenable? If it is not tenable. Explain what you mean by that. Explain that. Uh, tenable or not tenable. Is, is it, can I tolerate it? Like, do I, is, can I tolerate it, right? So if I can't tolerate it, or I don't like it, and I don't want to stay there, I, then what I do is I pick up my head and I look and say, okay, what options do I have? But I'm not moving, I'm not buying anything, I'm not deciding to change unless my current situation is untenable or intolerable, right? So once that happens, then I'll consider changing. What does that have to do with today? If you're selling today, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, how does my product or service, or whatever the freak it is I'm selling, I'm asking people to pay me for, how does that alleviate, mitigate, or improve my buyer's current environment, understanding what's happening today with the shelter in place and coronavirus and all of that stuff. If I can't answer that question, stop selling. Gotcha. Okay. So people are obviously going to have to make some adjustments. And um, I, I really respect what you're saying. Obviously, whatever you're selling needs to be solving someone's problem, bringing them closer to pleasure, away from pain. And if you can answer that question, then, you know, and still sell and be, and help somebody then move forward business as usual. If not, change your messaging, change your product or service to be able to match where people are right now with the state that they're in, correct? Yes, yes, but you have to solve a problem, right? People don't change unless they have a problem. 
That's like what people miss is it's not about pain. Pain is a symptom, right? So just because you have a pain, if I can't solve the underlying problem to that pain, I'm useless. Mm-hmm. So I got to understand what problems are people struggling with that my product or service can solve in this time today. Gotcha. Okay. So talk to me about some of the strategies that you teach in gap selling. I mean, the, the biggest one that I teach is at the foundation is helping people to what I call do an assessment or diagnose the problem of the buyer, right? Most people just are too, too surface level. They don't really understand why the person is buying what they're buying. Right. In, in the most simple of transactions, someone walks in, I would never do this in a transaction like this at a Walmart. But I mean, even if someone runs into a 7-Eleven or Walmart, grabs a pack of gum and that's all they bought, you know, there's about five, six, seven, ten, maybe 15 different stories about why that person just bought that gum. Right. And if, if, the, if it costs more money and the transaction was more complex, I'd want to know those. Are you buying because you're about to go on a date? Are you buying it because you're about to go on a job interview? Are you buying it because you just finished a speaking engagement? Your mouth is really dry and it's really bothering you. Are you buying it because like, I don't, are you buying it for someone else? Like in those stories drive the motivation to make the purchase. So if I'm in a complex sale or any type of sale that basically isn't done immediately right in front of me and the person has to go away and think about it or talk to another person or process it or evaluate it, I want to know all of that. Because I want to know, okay, if it's for a date, is it your first date or your fifth date? Is it your wife or is it someone you just met? Those, that's a difference, right? If it's your wife and you have bad breath, okay, it sucks, but she's not leaving you tomorrow. <laughs> if it's a date and you're super excited and you haven't gone on a date in six months, that's a big deal. I could probably charge more for that gum. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. I, I have read your book, by the way. I have listened to it. So um, I finished it and actually listened to it again, especially right now. But it's an, it's an awesome book. Everyone, you have to read it. If you're in sales, no matter what, prof- actually any profession that you're in, because you're selling all the time, right? I mean, selling, basically, we're all selling. Whether we're selling to our husband or our kids, we're constantly trying to get them to do what we want them to do. So um, we're always selling. So it's a good book, and it teaches you um, all about how to do that ethically, of course. Ethically selling things when you have a great product or service or when you want to get your idea to have somebody else uh, agree with you. It teaches you how to do that. So um, I really, really did love your book. So. Yes, very, very good. So that makes really a lot of sense. You've got to have a, they have to have a problem that you can actually solve. Now, how do you convey? What's the best way to convey the fact that you can solve that problem? So you, you, you're asking a great question. And you, and I'm going to jump on something you just said. You said do it ethically. What's so great about gap selling is you can't do it unethically. Because what gap selling teaches you to do is find out that buyer's motivation and leverage the buyer's motivation to help them make the decision. So all you become is a, is a decision influencer or a change influencer. You're not selling anymore, right? So again, notice what I said. I teach people how to get information that they normally wouldn't get. Well, if you have one, you know, using the stupid gum example, if you have one teller sitting there and, and you walk in and what's the, and they offer to buy the gum and, and they ask them one question, say, great, see you later. It's for a date. You have another one who really, really digs in, right? And says, well, what do you want it for? How, how, how long has it been since you dated? How much do you like this guy or girl? Where are you going on the date? Blah, 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 blah. All of that information now says, you know what? You might not want this gum. You need this gum. Or you don't want just gum. You want this instead. And you can create an upsell. And you put it all in their lap and say, based on what you told me, this is my recommendation. This is why you should buy. This is why this is good for you. Not, hey, my gum does this, this, and this. Buy it. It's the other way around. It's 
what you've told me, what you, where you are today, what you're trying to accomplish, what's important to you, this is what I'm recommending. It's almost impossible for them to have objections anymore because you're serving them, them on a platter, not your product, them. You're serving them on the platter. So basically, you're getting them to really come to the analysis that they need your product or service based upon all the issues and problems that they have. You are the solution to it. So they're the ones that are coming to that recommendation. Yes. Now, what, yes. Are, what the, get them there. you got to get them there. Mm -hmm. So do you want to do some role playing? Okay, I'll role play with you. <laughs> okay, so absolutely. Okay, so I'm um, you're you're work. You're the seller, obviously. I'm 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 the client, and I'm a real estate agent right now. Okay, and right now, um, real estate agents are having difficulty selling. Now, first, let me tell you what you're selling. So, the product and service that you're selling is you're teaching real estate agents and business owners, small business owners, local business owners, how to utilize digital marketing technology and social media to operate business. So basically we're teaching them how to not do things the traditional way. It's not your traditional open house, door knocking, cold calling. In fact, we teach completely opposite of that. We teach social media, video, um, funnels, right? Digital stuff. And how we teach them how to attract business and stop chasing it. And so that's, that's, uh, that's what we teach. And we show people how to like expose themselves to um, you know, hundreds of thousands of people locally, how to get, you know, 600 hours of watch time on a video, how to, does it make sense? So that's what we teach. You understand yeah, the, yeah. You, under, you know what a funnel is, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're yeah. moving on the funnel. So that's what we teach real estate agents and local businesses. So okay. I'm, I want to buy, I, I mean, I'm, I'm calling to talk to you. Hello. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just one last question. How much do you charge for this? So we have multiple packages, 10,000, 15,000 and 20,000. Okay. No matter okay. what you said, like, you could have said whatever. I just want to have a ballpark. Okay. Yeah, fifteen k right. is like the, the the and we obviously we have lower price programs out there too. But fifteen k is the one that most people end up buying into, and then they end up actually up. They end up going up once they're in. Like, hey, this is so good. They end up going up higher. But that's a that's a high ticket, right? But right now they need it more than ever. Yep. Okay. All right. So you're calling in. Are you calling in or am I calling you? Um. You. I. I. I I'm calling. Hello. This is Krista. Thanks for calling, Keenan. Hey Krista, how you doing? What's going on? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sitting ready for our sales call. I know that this is our appointed time. Oh, oh, I, our sales call. Got it, got it, got it. You're, you're. I'm, I'm the buyer. You're the, you're the, you're the sales okay, guy. Okay. What prompted you? What, what prompted you to take this call? I know you're busy and there's a lot going on. So, what prompted you to take the call? Oh, I read Krista's books and um, you know I've listened to her podcast and she seems like she knows what she's talking about and you know I just thought it might be a good idea to especially with everything going on right now that it might be a good idea to kind of see what you guys have to offer. Okay, could you tell me a little bit about your your practice your 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 business right now? Tell me a little bit a little bit about it. Um, well, I'm a real estate agent and I do lending on the side as well, so I kind of do both. And I heard her program works for both for both businesses. And you know the market is just crazy right now. We we uh, nobody wants to leave their house. Sellers don't want to let buyers into homes. I mean, it's just like the whole market has just kind of gone upside down. So I'm not sure. Like, how do I even operate at this point? How long have you been doing it? How long? Have you been um, uh, 19 years. Okay. Um, how did you do in 2018? How many transactions for total revenue or total gross sales did you do? 
Okay, I'm not going to say what I really do. I'm going to pretend like I'm the, the average. Yeah, yeah, no, you can make this person up. I don't care where you're going. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm making everything up. Okay. Remember, you're, you're a real estate agent, right? You're not Krista. You're a real estate yes, agent. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm from Krista, so I don't care what you tell me. Okay, um, I sold I sold 12 houses last year. I was, I was happy with that. You know, 12 houses was pretty good. Okay, and the average sale for each house? Um, it's around six grand. Okay, six grand. So you did about 72,000 or... Yeah, I think seventy-two thousand last year. Yeah, right. minus commit, minus paying my broker, minus all that. I probably took home around, you know, forty-five, fifty. Okay, all right. And what about the year before that, in two thousand eighteen? Um, about the same. I pretty much seem to say consistently around that number, you know, give or take every once in a while. Okay. Do you want to grow the practice? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I definitely would like to sell more, obviously, because you know my kids are going to be going to college soon. I got to pay for that, and you know. And now I'm worried about how am I even going to be able to sell at all because of everything that's happening in the market. I mean, I've known for a long time that I need to start, you know, using innovation and technology and and some of the, you know, and social media, but I just don't know how to do it or where to start. And I'm I'm not good with technology, so I'm just kind of stressed, you know. Okay. Is the reason you haven't done this in the past because you don't know how? Is that the only thing that's been keeping you from doing it? Um, yeah, I don't know how, I mean, I know, you know, Krista pushes video and I, you know, I'm, I don't like the way I look on video and I'm, technology is just difficult for me. And I mean, it's worked for me before the way I've always done things. I mean, I know she talks about attracting business and, you know, and, and I see the results of what she's able to do, which is pretty awesome. But I mean, maybe that's just, you know, I don't know. That's maybe she's making it up. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's stop. Let's not talk about Krista right now, because I know we can make an impact, but I really want to understand is what's going on with your business. So you've been steady for several years. Is that by design? Do you set a goal every year? Um, no, no, I wouldn't say I set a goal. I mean, I just kind of hope I'll sell more from one year to the next. Okay. So one of the challenges, if it's fair for me to say, is one of the challenges may or may not be what you're doing. It's just the mere fact that you're not really even starting the year with an objective. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Statement. Yeah, that's a fair statement. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you came into this year, you didn't start set a goal for this year either, did you? No. Okay. So each year you're doing about $70,000 roughly. And then after you give your share away, you're getting about 45, 50,000. Are you raising your family on this or, or do you have a spouse or partner that helps augment or are you raising a family on this? My partner does too, but my money is important. And like, given what's happening right now, I'm, I'm just, I'm more nervous now than ever because I can't do business the way I used to do it, right? Things have just changed so much. Okay. So, yes, things have changed a lot. Tell me about how you did it before. Well, I would do open houses, you know, and usually I'd pick up a client or two from an open house. And, and then, you know, every once in a while I'd go, I'd go door knocking. I try to call expireds if I ever see expireds, try to do that. So, you know, I'm just doing the, I'm just doing the things that my broker tells me to do. Okay. How often are you doing open houses? And then what is your conversion rate from the people you find in an open house that you actually get a closed deal? Um, I do open houses probably pretty much every weekend, if not every other weekend. So probably at least 24 times a year. And I would say probably, you know, every couple open houses, I'll pick up, I'll pick up a, a buyer or maybe a seller from it. Um, and that's how I average around my, my 12 houses. I get referrals every once in a while too. So... So if you're doing it one once a week or once or once every week, you're actually doing 36, not 24. Oh wow, am I? Well, if you do it every week, you're gonna do 50. If you do it every other once a week, and then every other week after that, then you're probably, you're doing more than that, right? So yeah. you're doing probably around 36. Right? Yeah, so you're, you're right. 30, 36 a week, 36 
weeks a year, you're doing this and you're only getting 12 closes a year. And you're only making $45,000. That seems like a lot of work for a small return. I, I agree. I agree. I know. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of sitting in open houses. I'd rather be making donuts for my kids, not for the people that are coming to the open house, you know? Let me ask you this question too. At $6,000, that means your average sale of a house is around 300,000, something like that, right? Is that, or even yeah, lower? Yeah, it's, it's around 300,000, yeah. 300, uh, a little bit lower than that, 250-ish. Mm -hmm. Have you had a desire to go upstream and be able to sell more expensive homes? Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, probably the max in my area is probably close to around, you know, 350 is the highest, high point. Okay, so there's not a lot of uproom for you to go much higher than that. And that particular, is the reason you're not going to other neighborhoods or is that just as far as you can get, it's only- Yeah, it's pretty much in my area, that's what houses are worth. Okay. I just All wanna right. sell more. Like if I could just sell, you know, if I could sell even six more houses in a year, right? That'd be a significant, like $25,000. If I could sell 12 more houses in a year, just one more house a month, which I feel like is reasonable if I just had the right skills, then that I'd be making another 50 grand. That would like pay for my kids college and I could have some money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Sorry, so Chris, I'm gonna break role play here real quick because you're making it easy for me. Every time, I, okay. Because <laughs> every time you keep saying what I wanna do, you're thinking about your own business and you're basically setting me up for what you believe your business can do for this person, right? Okay, okay. What I, which is personally fine, which is fine. And, 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 but what I'm trying to show your listeners and trying to do is she, fit, think about this now, because I pay attention. You, this woman only makes $45,000 a year, okay? You're gonna be asking her for anywhere between 20 and 30% of her total yearly income, okay? Mm -hmm. I am not going to start trying to sell her on your product until I can get her to see that this problem is fucking monstrous. Okay, gotcha, okay. Right? Because it, it's not enough to just say, oh yeah, I can give you this, I can give you this. Because she needs to understand that where she is and she needs to feel where she is is so painful. Everybody said it's untenable. Okay. I feel that it's so untenable to the point, and that's where the gap comes in, current state, future state, the gap is so big that she's willing to give up 30% of what she takes home in one year to buy your program. Okay. So I'm trying to make that as big as possible. That's why one of the things I jumped on, where I was like, so wait a minute, you're spending 36 out of 52 weeks to just get 12 sales or $45,000. dollars mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what I would do to I say, so if I break that down, basically you're getting only a, th you're, basically you're spending a, th you're getting a thousand dollars for that open house. That's awfully low. Yes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm doing here? Yeah, totally. Okay. I got it. So that's where we would take this is I would just keep digging in. And that's why I asked about the spouse. Look, gap selling is not easy. And sometimes you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Because if, if she, and this might surprise you, but if she were the sole uh, person in her home, I don't know that I would sell this or I would start figuring out ways if, if you had payment plans, whatever, because I wouldn't feel comfortable taking 30% of a person, male or female, total income, who's got to raise kids on that, because if it fails, they're done. I've just uh, bankrupt them, right? Yeah. I've got to feel, man, we talked about ethically, I've got to feel that if she makes this level of investment, she's going to recoup it. And, uh, and with about 100% accuracy, because I am not gonna take 15 grand from a single mother who only makes $45,000 a year and can barely make her rent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I sure know that she's gonna get 60 or 65 this year and then 80 and 100 next year and so on and so forth. Gotcha, yeah. So that's why I do this is I wanna dig in and I wanna know who you are 
and I want to know how you're doing it. So I would have dug in more after I went down the road of um, the open houses. Said, okay, talking about how you market via digitally. And you, well, how would you market digitally? How do you market digitally? I don't. I mean, I do. I have flyers and stuff that I do. And okay, how much um, you spend on those flower, flyers? Well, my company pays for them. It's not that big of a deal, you know. Okay. And do they pay the postage as well? Um, well, I don't really send many much out with postage. I just kind of, you know, put the flyers at the houses or when I do the open houses. So how many, how many leads do you get from that? Uh, I would say none, probably no, none, honestly. But how much time do you think you spend in a year dealing out flyers? You know, I mean, before every open house, I make sure I've got the flyers of the house. I make sure I've got other houses that are similar to that house in case they want to see other ones. So I usually have four or five pages of that. Um, you know, it isn't so much money as it is time. Well, money too, but mostly time. Yeah. How much time do you think you spend? Oh, at least an hour, at least an hour and a half, probably prepping all that stuff for sure. How many times, like each, each time you do an open house? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I have to, you know, know the other houses in the area with what they're like. I've got to make make sure I have the flyer of the actual house I'm doing it on. Yeah, for sure. Between 36 and 50 hours a year and you get no return on that. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Do you see what I'm doing? You're making me feel pretty dumb here, Keenan. Yeah. <laughs> so you see what I'm doing here? I'm now what's called dissecting the root cause. And by dissecting the root cause, I'm trying to understand why you're in the position you're in. Gap selling is all about trying to understand the position they're in and the problems they're having and the outcomes or impacts of those problems. But when I'm done with you, because look, we, you have, I know you want to ask more questions. But a, a, a discovery call for me can go anywhere from 35 minutes to 90 minutes, depending on the complexity of the problem and who I'm talking to. Uh-huh. By the time I'm done, I'm going to know everything about you, how you do your job today, how much you make, um, how much time you spend to get that, how much you invest to get that, how long it's been going like that, where you want to get, and I'll have framed this huge gap. So when I finally come time to talk to you about Krista's brilliant program, I'm going to say, listen, I think we can solve this for you. I think we can cut out all of that time you're spending on open houses only for one or two. And I think we can do it this way. And I think we can cut this out and make this happen. I think we can turn those 12 leads into 24 leads and this is how we would do it. I think rather than only getting, you know, an average of $200,000 per sale, I think we can push that up to about $300,000 per sale. So now your average commission check's gonna change and this is how we would do it. Right, so now I'm taking everything she ju- you just shared with me and I'm laying it out for you in an entirely new approach as a consultant not as a pitch man. Mm-hmm. And too, with Gap Selling, I, I remember reading that you were saying how you gather the information and then you make it an appointment to come back and like present it with all of the solutions. You don't just do it right then. Like you, you gather the information and fact find, and then you go and you, you just, you say, okay, now based upon what you've said, here's how we can help you ABC. Yes. It's exactly how you do it. It changes yeah. everything, Krista. Changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just listened to it. Um, like within the past two months, it was, it was a really, really good book. I need to go back and listen to it like five more times because my brain works that way. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Okay, so what, are, what do you see like the biggest mistakes that people make? So for professional type people that are professionals, you know, in, the, in any industry, what are the biggest mistakes that you see them making? So <laughs> the biggest mistakes that they make is they try to pitch too fast. They try to start pushing their product or service. Okay. And when you start pitching your product or service, I want you to, I mean, I guess the spaghetti analogy really is apropos. If you start pitching what your product and service can do to somebody before you understand their current state and before you understand what their current state problem is and the impact that it's having on them, it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. 
And sometimes people are really good at being thorough and articulate and they can get more stuff to stick than others. Other times people aren't very good at it and it doesn't stick at all and it should have stuck, but they didn't know. And so they lose the buyer. They literally okay. lose the buyer. Because they try to sell before they actually understand. That's right. They try to sell before they understand. Using an old Stevie Coveyism, seek first to understand. Okay. So selling before they understand. So even so even talk about, let's just say real estate, right? They go and they meet a seller or a buyer. And um, what, how would you say the best way to develop, to start that relationship with? Same, same type of thing. Like I'm a seller now. Yes. So you, you want to sit down and you want to, you want to ask them um, why they're selling, where they're going, what they want out of the house. You know, like I want to understand what's going on in the world. Is, is their kids just graduated from school and they're downsizing? Are they moving to another place because their husband or wife just got a new job? Like I want to understand what's going on. What's behind the desire to sell? Right? Mm -hmm. What are they going to do with that money when they sell? Is it being reinvested? Is it, is it buying a bigger home? Like, what's going on? Right? I want to understand all that. So I'm going to sit down and basically have a long conversation with them. And then once you know those answers, so let's just say I'm a seller and I want to sell because um, my Johnny just went away to college and, um, you know, quite frankly, the house is just getting too big. We're starting to retire. We don't, we don't, we don't want to have all those, you know, all the heavy overhead. So how does that look? When it comes to now we've met, I have, a, I know all their problems. I've reviewed the house. Now it's time to sign the listing agreement. What's your close? So even before I do that, I would, so you, using the information you gave me, I'd want to know a couple things. Okay. Johnny went off to college. I want to downsize. Can you still afford the home or is it, a, is it a bit taxing and you not only you want to downsize, but now you're on a fixed income and you don't want to carry this nut anymore. Yes. Okay. Notice how that matters mm -hmm. because what I'm going to say is, listen, in this market, I think we could get, I'm making up a number, a million dollars for your home, okay? However, um, it could take a little longer because it's a bigger home, it's in this price range, blah, 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 okay? Because you want to get out of this faster, I think it would take, I'm making up a number, four months at a million, I think we could probably get out of it um, in um, two months for, you know, nine, nine, five, right? Something like that. So are you willing to give up 50,000 or 30,000 or 20,000, whatever, to get out of it faster? Here's my recommendation. Based on what you told me, this is how we deliver on your desired outcome. I might ask also, do you have another place found, right? Have you already put a down payment on that? Are you carrying both? You're only carrying one. I want to understand all of this because what I'm going to recommend is based on what they told me. Yes, that makes sense. And that's, so again, you're solving the problem. So you're yes. finding all the, the issues they're having and you're having the solution, making sure that your product or service is a solution to their problem. problem. Yes. And here's how, why it's going to be beneficial to a realtor. Because I get it, realtors, and I, I don't mean to offend anybody, but it is what it is. I can tell you that if you did this, nine out of 10 buyers, I mean, nine out of 10 realtors would have said, oh, we get a 1.1 for this for you. We can get 1.2. We can do this. And they're going to convince them they can get 1.2. And you're going to tell them, I think we get a million, million one, but it's going to take a little longer to sell. And they're going to appreciate the fact that you're going to list it slightly lower to get them out of it faster, even though you might lose three, three, four thousand dollars in commission because you're working for them. And that's what's going to differentiate you from the other person who's want to put it at 1.1 to maximize that realtor's bank account understanding that that family sat in that damn place for an extra six months, had to be an extra $4,000 in freaking $48,000 in, um, in mortgage payments 
because you, Mr. Realtor, wanted to get your 1.1. My listeners aren't like that, Keenan. My listeners are all about the customer and the consumer. Well, this is good. Then they're going to love this, and this is going to help them do that. <laughs> Especially my my tribe. They totally are all, all about ethical ethical selling. We, we, have, we actually talk about ethically selling. So, um, okay, great. So understanding the problem of your customer, being the solution to that problem, really, really thoroughly investigating, asking questions, you know, understanding the whole gamut from A to Z of the situation that they're in, the problems they're having, the, the what's happening now, what can happen later based upon that. The and impact then make, of those problems, the impact of those yes. problems. Yes. And then does your product or service find the solution? Can you really help them? If yes, great. If not, make a recommendation on what might. Bingo. Yeah, I love it. Great. Yeah, you can tell I've read your book. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have my my sales team go back and read it again because when I was like, uh, you know, writing everything down like crazy. Okay, awesome. So I always end every single single podcast the same. And it is if you had to give one piece of advice to the listeners, what would that one piece of advice be? And these are just not, it's just, it's all like local professionals, not just realtors, local professionals, business owners, everybody. Okay. And this is uh, sales advice or advice in general? Just any advice at all, whatever you want. If you said go eat pizza every night, and then we'd say cool. Yeah. So I, I say this anytime I get it's oddly a common question for podcasts, and I say the same thing every time. Get real with yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Every one of us spends so much time lying to ourselves, pretending we're something we're not, trying to tell ourselves some narrative to make ourselves feel good. Get real with yourself. Start owning your weaknesses. Start owning the lies and fix them and be authentic because too often we're trying to build a facade. We stop believing that facade. We start creating a narrative that works for us, that we're great this, or we don't have this problem. We, we're a great listener, we're a great spouse, blah, blah, and we're not, or we're not as good as we could be. And we stunt our own growth and everybody hurts because of it. Get real with yourself, start doing a self-assessment and get honest and real so you can stop being your authentic, vulnerable self. I like that. That's a good answer. That was, I think that's honestly one of my favorite answers that, that, I've, that I've gotten, everyone. Thank you. Be real with yourself. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Self-evaluation. We should, we should always be improving. And social media is making it harder for us to be. Oh, my gosh. I, I have this program called Teens Lifting Lives, and these poor kids, like, they are just so messed up because of social media. All people post is the good stuff. They don't post the bad stuff. So kids are in the illusion that everyone else in life just has an amazing life. That's why we have such high teenage suicide. It's so, so true. If you can keep your kids away from social media, do it until they're, like, 20. That's <laughs> so my advice. Use it or teach them how to use it appropriately. Yeah, yeah. Well, Keenan, I really appreciate your time. Loved your book, Gap Selling. Go out and buy it. Uh, you're, it's not your voice though on Gap Selling, huh? You didn't, was it, was it yours? Okay. Yeah. Like, for some reason I thought it was a different voice because I'm surprised I'm not like, it's not ringing a bell because I mean, I've just recently listened to it, but I listened to so many books. So um, now I'm going to go listen to it again and remind myself of how wonderful it was. You should go out and buy Gap Selling as well. Keenan, do you have any special offers for our guests? Uh, no, I, I, no, I'm sorry. I, go out and buy his book. I'm sorry? I said, just go out and buy his book, Gap Selling. I apologize. I do it through Amazon, and they don't make it easy to create special offers. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I totally understand. Whatever you'll, it'll, you'll love it. You'll crush it. You'll have a great time with it. You will not it, be disappointed. It truly is an amazing book. I mean, absolutely. It's very well written. Um, it, it's just, it's to the point, and go out, buy it. And remember, everyone, listening is awesome, but if you don't take action, nothing happens. You have to actually implement what you're learning. So go read the book, implement, take a self-assessment, try to become better. And Keenan, I appreciate you so much for being here. Thank you, sister. Appreciate it.
Everyone, make it a great day. Thanks for a little bit of your time.